Welcome to With All Due Respect. This is Chef, and as always, I'm listening to our podcast. Uh, be sure to give us a comment. Uh, tell your friends and your family. Family can listen, too. It's cool. Family it can is. not listen. Family can definitely not listen to the podcast. Your mom, mother-in-law can listen. Um, maybe wow. Not your children. It's not for children. What but you know about a nigga mother-in-law, though? I mean, some some niggas got cool mother-in-laws that they'll, they'll listen to the podcast. You said my mother-in-law not cool and she'll listen to the podcast? I, that was more of a general statement. I know you that trying one. trying to get people to say their mother-in-law's not cool. Right. After he told them to listen. Right. Do we need to, Let's not talk about not cool mother-in-laws, by the way. Oh, you shooting? <laughs> you shooting? Hey, I'm just saying. My man is out here in that glass house. <laughs> Nigga shoot the Glock in the glass house. <laughs> you you relax. Relax. Ooh, boy. Hey, bro, this is so spicy. Some real spicy pie. Podcast. Yeah, yeah right. I ain't no names yet. Yeah, All right. All right. Anyway, um, it is episode 197. Gentlemen. What with the white voice? What up? 5,000 outside Florida. Boy, J. Joe. Fuck you mean. Yeah, fuck you mean. Anyway, um, how's everybody doing, man? Um, it's been a couple of weeks. How's everybody been doing? Anything new in your lives? Anything exciting? Everything's been great, man. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I, I, I've done I've done so much shit. I can't even I can't even. Oh, we think about it. <clears throat> I feel like it's stuff I want to say or something that I should say, but I can't think of what it is. Well, what's been going on with you, Jago? I mean, we can share. You can share what's going on with you, and then and five thousand can remember, and we can hear what's going on with him. Oh man, I guess I go from most recent on back. Um, went to the fried chicken festival. In God New damn! Really, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Man, tell me nothing. Right. <laughs> what about uh, you? It's a two-day event. It's black-owned. Um, Better be. Hide your blood yeah. pressure. Wow. This is what we doing. <laughs> this is what we doing. Uh, <laughs> wood. Hey, boy, what is old wood? Never, from the rafters. Should have never told them about homecoming. Nigga, nigga, uh, shoes don't even fit no more. Oh, God. I got the gout. We're pulled up. I got the salt. Nigga, instead of the sugars. Brad Chicken Festival. 2023. Gout is the laughing matter, but go ahead. Uh, God, thank you for blessing me with with not having gout. Um, because yeah, I've seen people with gout, and that's not you know like like a fun thing. Uh, and then before that, uh, Beyonce came came to town, so that was a big thing. Um, you went? I didn't go, but I did go to the let out and uh, right now the cracking let out. Hey, hey, boy. It's uh, really cracking my out, but good times, man. Seems like everybody had a good time. So, I mean, besides that, watch, go watch a lot of football. That's about it. I'm about to say, I'm on, I'm on FriedChickenFestival.com. Okay, cool. Now it's sweet. <laughs> like it's a fried chicken festival. Heinz is one of the sponsors. Got to have catch up with your fried chicken. Stella is if one of If you're disgusting. Uh, yeah, but it's like, I don't know about that. 
Stella, uh, yeah, moving on. Stella <laughs> is a sponsor, you know what I'm saying? Chicken and Brew. Crown Royal is a sponsor. Yeah, my homeboy was racket. my homeboy was working the Crown Royal tent. That's okay. a nigga good time, bro. Hey, boy, they were giving out free Gus's chicken in the uh, Gus out of Memphis. Shout out to Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, and yeah, all you can drink Crown Royal. Is that an Royal annual thing? Does that happen annually? In the yeah, same place? 2016. 2016. He ain't even saying that. And this is where? This is, in Me- this is in Memphis or this is in Nashville? This is New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Yes. I could have had fried chicken. You was a hoe, bruh. You was a whole, whole idea, bruh. A whole, a whole, a whole, a whole, a whole, a So was it just fried chicken and liquor? Was there sides? I, I mean, the sides don't matter. But that, so, so I don't need the sides, like, bro. All, all chicken, <laughs> chicken, duh. Fried chicken. Wait, so. wait, 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 Listen, you eating all this fried chicken, drinking all this brown liquor, and with Manny on the track. You close your eyes, throw a dart on a on a weekend, and it's gonna be a festival. You know, but this is specifically fried chicken. Did they have watermelon? I'm sure they did. Oh, oh man, I know they did. I actually had some uh some some good uh, oh, rice. Um, out I there. still ain't had no jollof rice. And I it was it was it was Guyanese. And that shit was slapping. So shout out. Come back to DC, Chef man. We're gonna go do Ethiopian. We're gonna go get some jollof rice and everything, man. We're gonna do this. So I'm trying to go up there actually, um, for sure in April. If unless I get up there before that, but I know I'm trying to go out there in April. Yeah, man. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll do all of that. We'll, we'll be Africans for the for a couple of days. Aren't you? I mean, aren't you, aren't you a, a large part African? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Nigerian? Yeah. Like we all are. That's what my ancestry says. I'm 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 Nigerian and whatever the hell is next to Nigeria. What is that? Benin and Togo? So all of that. Let me not let my dog from Benin. I used to work with. I haven't checked in with him for a while. Anywho. Damn dog. So can we do like Is is Benin and Togo fra- like uh Trinidad and Tobago? <clears throat> I guess kind so. of but not it's an African. Like you have to but I'm saying, but like you have to <laughs> put them together. Oh no, I don't think so. Has anybody no, ever been to just Tobago? I had only, I had only ever heard of Benin. I didn't even know about the other part of it. Are people from Tobago toboggan? They are. Okay, isn't that also the thing that Alaskans be in or something? What is that? It's also Tobago. Uh, no. Oh, what'd you say, Jada? I said yeah, that's toboggan. That is correct. Wow. Five thousand. Did you remember your highlights? I didn't really. I got sidetracked looking at um, the Chicken Fest. Who's going to compete fight. with the fucking Chicken Festival? Chicken Fest 2024. I would love a fried Chicken Fest. I mean, Man, they have biscuits. <laughs> Real quick, and I'm, I'm going to close out the Chicken Fest. So Crown Royal has something from a, called a Royalty VIP Lounge. Enjoy three Crown Royal cocktails, a delicious fried chicken meal from an award-winning restaurant, Premium stage viewing access, tenant lounge seating, first come, first serve, 
air-conditioned VIP restroom trailers, and more in the luxurious and yeah, more. VIP lounge. That's where JJ was. What was the energy? That's where he was. I mean, with his I was there. I was at first, but then like Big Frito was at the energy stage, so I set up my uh, festival chairs there. And um, you didn't you didn't that appeal to nobody, huh? You didn't think nobody deserved a text message for that one. No, nah, he had multiple festival chairs. I mean, people came in from town. No, mm. I have I have local friends. But who came from out of town for fried chicken? Nobody first? came from out of town for fried chicken. Damn, nigga yeah, kept that shit all to himself, boy. That, God damn. We were really spending way too much time on fried chicken. Yeah. That's all right. It was 50 vendors. They wouldn't have ran out. But go ahead, bro. Uh, and more. <laughs> crazy. Don't worry. I'll be there next year. Right. Uh, I'll be yeah, sure hey. to throw my hand out. Y'all, be, y'all better. Y'all better be there. Y'all acting, acting no, bad. I'm, I'm finna be there. The, po- the podcast is going to be there. We broadcasting live from, from the Chicken Festival. Right, chicken Festival? That's, that's my kind of carrying on. That's everybody. How? It's everybody's kind of carrying on. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the whole fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, fire over too? Okay. Anyway. Man, I'm just happy I ain't had the gout in a while. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like I, I could really would have tore down that shit. But it's all good. <laughs> You spread, you spread your wings in the chicken festival? Yeah, I mean, I had a gout in almost, it's been a year. Like, I'm really feeling good. Anyway, um, I want to uh, give an update on my shit. So, as you can see, um, the listeners can't see, but I am still in the hotel. Um, yeah, but we will be moving back into our home next week. So, God is good. Round of applause. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, we yeah. haven't opened the pool back up. Um, probably, um, I mean, if you come to uh, Classic Weekend, I'm going to have some at the house. If you come down for Classic. Y'all doing, y'all doing a housewoman? A re housewoman or something? I guess you could call it that. I mean, I just want to re. I mean, because really, it's, it's almost like a new house, basically, because we, I mean, we replace so much stuff. Um, so, it's essentially a new house. Um, but everything should be done uh, by the time Classic rolls around. So we probably just going to have something after the game. Have folks come over and chill for a little bit. Um, I have a TV that's worthy of being watched because my last TV wasn't good. But a fire happened. So we get a new TV. We get new, all new everything. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I, I got a golden ticket um, that was burnt. But it's cool. I know so. some people think that we're joking. Or whatever when we talk about this, but Chef really has been displaced for an extended period of time. We are extremely happy this motherfucker's about to be back in his home. I don't think people yep. realize. I think people think we be fucking around sometimes. Like this nigga's really been di- displaced. So happy that you're getting back into your home, brother. Real talk. I appreciate. It. I'm happy too, man. This has been a very stressful time, um, but you learn a lot about yourself during times like that. I've learned a lot about my my. My daughter, she is very, very, I'm, she's impressive. Like, I used to be worried, but, like, because you worry about your kids sometimes. But she is, she's amazing. Like, she, for one, like, she just got her head straight. Like, she just matured in front of our eyes in a way. Like, she, she like, her grades became amazing all of a sudden. Like, she's calm under pressure, and she's calm given all these these things that have happened. Um, my wife has gotten better with all this. Like everyone just just got into their own 
groove and, and learned how to deal with adversity. So um, it's been it's been eye opening in that respect. And plus, we got in the house basically. So I mean, our insurance company's probably gonna tell us to fuck off because it's Florida, but still, you know, um, it's gonna be hard to find another insurance company for sure. Are, you, are they about to drop y'all? Or are they gonna try to get it back in blood on that on that premium? I mean, either way, it's Florida. Like they're gonna probably get it back in blood, then drop us the next year. Like we're gonna get something back. We gonna, I'm going, I'm leaving with something. So something's <laughs> gonna happen bad because it's it's Florida. <clears throat> Time to move to the Wallace. Yeah, the moves don't move. What? <laughs> <laughs> Try to find you some insurance out here. Oh, no. I already know. But um, we'll see what happens, though. But I mean, I'm just in general, happy about it. And I know people, um, after we I announced it on the pod, everyone check, be checking in, um, checking on me and say, see how everything's going. So I appreciate that as well. You needed to go fund me, dog. You kind of mismanaged this whole thing. I mean, I don't believe in that, but what I did do, what I did do is, like, so, like, my company did multiple layoffs, and um, I was fine, but, like, they said, you know, y'all ain't getting no bonuses this year, so, I remember I, I was telling uh, the partner I work with, and he was like, yo, so, you know, nobody got no bonuses, but what you can do is apply for one of these grants, and I was like, a grant? And he's like, yeah, we like, we give grants when bad stuff happens to you. I was like, for real? Well, he's like, yeah, it's mostly for like people who like have like terminal illness or something. But I mean, I had a fire, so that matters. And he was like, just apply for it, and you'll probably get whatever you ask for. So hopefully that works out, and that could serve as my bonus. But they gonna make you go on a wellness call with the the sad music in the background, though. You said what? They gonna make you go on the wellness call, like when people talk about all the bad shit that's going on in their life, like people talk about the cancer that they they overcame. You gotta go on the call and like talk about. Your house burning up, and they gonna put the sad music in the background and everything. Yeah, I could, I could make some tears. Man, I'm good at that. Damn. Like, I, I could just, I could cry, I could cry almost on cue. You can say you so, ready? Do it now, then. Now, wait till we video this. <laughs> <laughs> but now, how much did you ask for? Uh, oh, I let my wife do it, and she went ham. Uh, how, how much she asked? Come on, how much? Like five stacks. Oh, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. You'd have been better off to go fund me. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm weird about asking for stuff, so I thought it was a lot, but you didn't have to ask for it. Honestly, truly, <laughs> you should have made the baby ask for it. If the baby would have created a GoFundMe with y'all's help and support, I think we would have got close to 20. Easy. I was thinking about, like, I don't know. I'd be weird about that type of stuff because even, like, it's not you, it's the baby. Like, That's why the baby's doing it. Because they like we need to because her room like my oldest her room was affected the most, and I was like, um, my wife was like we should just post post a list of her with her little wish list. Yeah, you do a target registry, nigga. You would have had that shit in a day. A little video. My bedroom that I love is gone now. It was burned away in the fire. Like nigga, like pan to like a wildfire and shit, and then pan back, <laughs> bro. You did this wrong, man. Next time you all have a crisis, man, holler at me. I'm going to help y'all manage y'all crisis. <laughs> hey, boy, not- <laughs> hey, hey, for a small percentage, y'all can get everything that y'all owe. I, 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 just need, I just need another 20 years for another crisis. Just let me chill for another 20 years. But, um, yeah, so everything's cool. But let's, let's get into these topics. Um, I want to talk about what uh, 
what we're mad about. Like we say, the internet, but the internet splitting a multi, multiple uh, tribe, and there's a tribe of folks that love Taylor Swift, um, and there's a tribe of folks that uh, don't love the NFL. So it's cool, but us as as uh, regular football watching American men, uh, we've noticed over the past few weeks Taylor Swift has taken over the sport of football and made a business of it. Uh, apparently, she's dating um, Titan of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, um, allegedly. Friend of the show. Uh, friend of the show. Um, she's been going to his games. Uh, they've featured her commercials uh, for her movies and, and, and music um, over the NFL. And that's not even really her demo, but it's become her demo as um, as they when they got together, her uh, Travis Kelsey um his, I think his jersey sales went up like 400%, um, percent, uh, which is crazy. Um, his follow, the Kansas City Chiefs followers increased. Um, and there's just been a huge effect in terms of how she's integrated herself into the NFL marketing. Uh, I think it's not real. Uh, I think it's phony. I didn't even know Travis Kelsey liked white girls. So that was kind of crazy. He's white. Why would you not think he likes white girls to some extent? Right, why wouldn't he? Fair, fair. I've never seen him with a, a, a white girl, though. And I, I mean, I've been a fan for a while. Um, he, I know he's been with some pretty straight chicks. I know he had a he had that dating show when he was um, younger, and there was a mixed group. But from there, all I've seen him with his black women. So I just didn't know he liked white girls. And he's from Cincinnati, so he's kind of like a, a dirty Midwest dude. So, you know. They be liking black girls in Cincinnati and Indianapolis and places like that. Broad generalization, I'm saying, based on my experience as a Indianapolis uh, resident. No, don't try to walk it back now since yeah. you shat on all the white I'm going to do it just because we have to. But, you know, no, 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 no. Indiana, I, I stand by it. Yeah, Cincinnati's about the same. It's the same sort of vibe. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Well, watching the game, watching the game is has been very annoying um, just because they're going to show as many Kansas City games as they can just because they're a high-powered offense and 75% of the NFL teams this year are fucking trash, but we'll get into that on the NFL episode. Um, there's only a handful of teams. But while you're watching it, they pan to her like, with like every commercial break. Like, and they talk about it before the game and after the game, and she's sitting with the nigga mama and all this shit. I was praying that they were going to lose this game. So the only thing to combat this is if she becomes like Jessica Simpson. If I don't know, she was dating Tony Romo, and then the motherfucker started losing, which affected their relationship, and they was calling Jessica Simpson curse. We need the Swifty curse, and, like, something happened, and then the niggas start losing, and then everybody will start hating Taylor Swift. And it's more NFL fans than Swifties. And I think we can battle that. The way they talk about Taylor Swift, it it is of Beyonce's ilk. Now, I'm not saying who's better. I'm not saying... Beyonce. I can't speak for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that Taylor Swift, based on popularity, followers, and support, and the way that her concerts go is in the same stratosphere as Beyonce. However you fucking feel about the performances, that's on you. 
Um, I get where the NFL is coming from because the NFL is not the NBA. There's one thing the NBA has. It's star power. NFL does not have that so much. It's football players playing football. They have helmets on. And there's regular motherfuckers in the crowd. We don't have Spike Lee and Jack Nicholson like sitting right there to see them. You know what I'm saying? So it is a big deal for Taylor Swift to be there. So I do get it. I do get it. I do get it. But I don't get the Travis Kelsey thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am taking taking aback a little bit because it does seem like he just switched up. Because Travis Kelsey can dance for a white boy. We've seen him do the dances and shit in the end zone. Like, he got a little rhythm to him. Like, he's he's definitely been around persons of color for a significant amount of time. And not just for temporary study. So the fact that he switched up and went to Taylor Swift, the most homely and poorly built of white women, it kind of surprised me. I'm like, I can understand if we was talking about an Ashley Martell or something. I mean, like like a well-built white woman, but like the homeliest of white women ever, like the most spoiled milk of white women that he, he could have chosen was Taylor Swift. I have issues. I have issues with that because it doesn't seem authentic. You can't go from what was her name, Nicole, whatever her name is. Thick black shit. Thick black, beautiful woman, beautiful Taylor. woman, face, body, everything. Taylor Nicole. Right, Taylor. What? Kayla Nicole. Kayla Nicole. You can't go from that to Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? And be and perfect. be happy. And be, be happy. happy. You know what I'm saying? So he's got, and he didn't shave the beard off and shit. Like he's completely selling he out. Like his, he's clearly selling out on his white. He's they he's a white person now. Huh? Oh. Oh, no. he said he was I didn't feel like a cock now. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Was that me? Yeah. Or, was that for me? Or that was for Chef? I thought he was like a cop. No, no. Yeah, I think that's what's a shock to most people. It's not just. He's dating a white girl. It's a complete identity change. And now it's weird because he's with his coach's son, homeboy, Pat Mahomes, who I'm not sure knows what color he is entirely, with his obnoxious, annoying, homely-looking white woman. And they're just out doing white people things. And it's just weird. It's just weird because out of the four of them, out of Brittany, is that his wife's name? Pat Mahomes' wife? Yes. That sounds right. Out of Brittany? Taylor Tyler Swift, Travis Kelsey, and Pat Mahomes. Travis Kelsey is the blackest of the four. But the thing is... So we thought. So we thought. Yeah, I think... I don't know what to think anymore about that. But also, I kind of want Kansas City to fail. Like, I was always like... I was like, whatever with Kansas City. Like, I'm, if they win, that's cool. If they lose, that's cool. But now, they're almost like villains in my mind. Like, I want them to not do well. Mostly because I don't want to see them as much, but also because like, like I watched that quarterback show. I didn't know that. I didn't realize how weird um, Pat Mahomes was. So you said white. Like, I said a uh, weird. Oh, sound like you said white. It, it came across that's as white too, in my ear. That too. You might have said weird, but it's probably white. It's probably both. It's probably both. But I didn't know he was. I just didn't know what to make of him, but. Like I'm like, oh, he's kind of corny a little bit. Like, like your daddy cool, but I don't know. If I, so I don't even know what to think of these fools anymore. I kind of don't want to see your daddy, son. But but we talked about this 
a couple of months ago, I told people I was like, I don't know how who I don't know how many of y'all play baseball, but like I was mostly a baseball player. Like if you hang around baseball players, there's a certain level, especially white baseball players, there's a mm-hmm. certain level of corniness and whiteness that just comes along with it, and that is Pat Mahomes. Like that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't get rid of it. It doesn't matter if he plays football, he's a baseball player. And it's just that's where that corniness comes from. He's never gonna shake that. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's become more clear, and I guess I I just want it to end. But we'll see. I mean, I think there, to J. Joe's point, there's only a few good football teams, so I feel like we're not going to see them go away anytime soon, but you can always hope, right? There's actually a lot of good football teams, but we're not talking about sports. Not, but do y'all think that Travis show. can come back? Do y'all think that Travis can trade back after Taylor Swift and be like, you know what, this didn't work out? And like, pick up Brittany Renner or something? Work out. But as, as upset as black women were that he switched up, he'll, he'll always have a home, which is he crazy. Will. He will. All he has to do is grow the beard back, and then black women will like him again. And then if he does teach them how to Dougie and, and whatever the cool dance, he gets sturdy. Yeah, if, he, if he can learn that uh, fucking uh, Tamiya dance, oh, hey boy. Tamiya dance. That's all you But didn't you say you learned the Tamiya dance in like eight minutes, JoJo? Uh, I learned it. Somehow, I can't remember, but it, it didn't take me. You know, I'm, I'm good with choreo. Dancing wizard, nigga. You know how to bachata, <laughs> by the way? Huh? You know bachata, by the way? A little bit. I knew you knew something about that. This nigga's a dancing-ass nigga, boy. In a good way, not hey, in a boy, you're, way. Everybody on this podcast is a dancing-ass nigga. I literally have videotape of everybody on this fucking podcast dancing. Nigga, you, what, you got footage hey, in the vault, the nigga? Just in case? <laughs> like, not even, like, play shit. Like... Dance. Not even two step, man. Right. <laughs> like dance, dance machine. <laughs> last thing, man, and we can close this out. It's not gonna last just because once you experience black, and that one is once you go black, you can't go back. But you can't go from like double black woman, double meats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like going to eat like ethnic spicy food, even just for the food itself. He probably gonna be like, ah, oh, damn, y'all ain't got nothing else yeah. at y'all's Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like mm, you're still gonna want flavor, uh, literally, literally and figuratively. And I think that's what's gonna be missing out of his life. Where's she from? Taylor Swift. Outside of Tennessee somewhere. Let me ask the intern. Oh no, hold on. She was born like in Pennsylvania, right? Oh, and this then, is. Oh, this is worse. West Reed, uh, West Reading, Pennsylvania. That that just yeah. sounds like no seasoning. Then she that moved to like West, outside of that. West Reading. Not even from Reading. Reading. Right. Man. Oh, West. <laughs> that's the white side, like the whiter side. That means she's that, not. That shit ain't gonna last. He, they just need to lose three in a row. And then that album's gonna come out talking about how he was, he was so terrible. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So she's definitely gonna write a song about it, and it's gonna go. Quadruple platinum and white girls everywhere are gonna start burning this their Kelsey, Kelsey jerseys. jerseys. It's gonna yeah. be a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Buckle up, enjoy the ride. Lay lay around. Right. Lay around. I well, I to what's the point, I don't want it to be anyone but Brittany Renner to be that next boo because I don't know, man. So Brittany Renner is not my favorite either. <laughs> Maybe she's um, mixed Taylor Swift. 
But at any rate, they did they did a Britney Renner interview on Shannon Sharp. I, I see what you were trying to do. Right. Yeah, like your segue. It was, it I like it. I was letting I was giving this nigga room to work. I'm, 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 he's I, never yeah, done I think that we before. All were. We were all rooting for you. The word. You weren't you were We were. Go ahead. I won't Brittany Renner was on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast recently. Um, I didn't listen to the podcast. I only saw the clips because although I do enjoy Shannon Sharp's podcast, again, I just really didn't want to hear Brittany Renner talk about whatever. Um, but I know one of the things that came up, and I don't, he didn't ask her the question, but I guess the topic of, of body counts came up, um, and she was talking about how she's been with 35 dudes. Um, Shannon Sharp uh, responded in a, in a very visual, visceral way where he was like drinking some water and being kind of over no, the no, top. No, 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 no. It wasn't water. Right. Was it, was it liquor? Yeah, he, I mean, it's his liquor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right to the Hennessy like that? No, it, it, isn't it? I, th- I thought he Straight had, down. I thought Shay had his own cognac now. I thought he was drinking Maybe it, it is. That's why I didn't want to say Hennessy, but it was oh, a, a brown liquor. It's like a Hennessy bottle, I thought. Like a parody. <clears throat> Wasn't that a bottle? Yeah. Yeah, he, he took the bottle to the head. Oh, God. I, I didn't even think the nigga drank. Like, he yeah, just started drinking. Yeah, yeah, you only drank parodies. What? So, Charles was like an ass. No, that nigga was really taking a back. By 35. By 35. Was she pregnant? 35 is like, because she, she's about, what, 35 years old, right? And she's brown like that. That's, but, uh, she's in a 20s. That's not a crazy number. Well, I guess that's the topic. Is 35 a crazy number? That's what I'm saying. Like, 35's not a crazy number to me. I I don't think a, a 35 is a crazy number to anybody who attended an HBCU. Like, that's just... I mean... I mean, it's a mature number, and I'm saying, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a number. It's like, okay, I mean, you... I think it's mature. I mean, you've been... It, hey, it's, nah, it's a number. Yeah, now. I mean, it's a... It's a you've been around the block. It's a you've been around the block number. But it's not a spit my cognac out type of number like oh shit bitch I ain't never heard of 30 like nigga you're an NFL player like y'all probably have run through a bitch the entire fucking offense or the defense that's 25 26 niggas in and of itself you know what I'm saying like that's not a crazy number what was even crazier about it is she threw the number out there like I've slept with 35 dudes and I'm like you said that in a way like I think you're full of shit because if you slept with 35 dudes, surely you know a bitch who slept with 50. Like, you're not the queen of the mountaintop of, like, fucking. So, if you threw 35 out there, like, on some, like, on some, like, pulling your dick out type shit, like, yeah, I've slept with a lot of niggas. I slept with 35. It's like, you, I don't even know if you're really, I don't, first off, I don't even know if your number is 35. And second off, I don't even know if you're, like, queen vagina as you say you are, because your number is really not that impressive. But I don't think she was saying, like, I'm. Like, I don't think she was big dick in 35. I think she was like, I've slept with 35 niggas, FYI, so I know X, Y, Z. She wasn't proud of the number. But it's big. she was saying that as just a matter of fact. Right. No, it's big dick, and if nobody asked you? Mm, I think. I think. I don't know where that She got to it before he did. I think it it might be like a a defense mechanism. Like, let me go ahead and bomb first. Like, the fucking. Eminem on eight mile. Like, let me get this out first before you say it about me. Um, so I found, so I didn't know about it till I got like a text message like, 
hey, is 35 a big number to you? And I'm like, well, and Brittany Renner's 31. And I'm like, mm, not really, because let's say the average motherfucker starts fucking at 18, right? And say they're 35 now. And, you know what I'm saying, that's 17 years, two people, time 17 years, 34 motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and that's only fucking two people per year. And then you went to college, so we know you was fucking more than two people per year. Uh, I don't trust nobody with, like, round num- like round numbers, like 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Like, was it 34, or 37, or 43? Give me, like. Yeah, I don't fuck with a nigga who like, knows the exact number. It's like, uh, probably. I mean, if you add, I'd probably be like somewhere around because this shit is fuzzy in some areas. I'm surprised she knew exactly 35. Do y'all know exactly your number or is it a fuzzy somewhere around? You know exactly. Oh, I, 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 so when my friends started counting, um, I, I deliberately didn't count. That way I would always have like plausible deniability. So I, I really have no idea. I I don't know, around maybe ten, maybe ten thousand. Who knows? I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't sit there and count. Every I have, uh, you have I what? Think, I think I stopped counting like well when niggas stop counting, boy. Right, <laughs> right. That nigga's so, a fucking no, animal, no, boy. That nigga's a degenerate. No, not like that. It's more like I just to your point, I just like, I just don't wanna know. Just I don't, don't know. know. Like, I don't, it's a plausible deniability sort of thing. Like, cause you gotta I, count every yeah. time. Cause if, if you like, if you stop counting for like a couple of a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but like, oh shit, I forgot <laughs> that one time. <laughs> I thought you did. That, hey. that was funny. <laughs> can y'all, uh, hey, man. Can y'all remember, can like y'all remember everybody who y'all, have y'all, can y'all remember everybody y'all slept with? No. no. So, I mean, who was it? A ball or MJZ? Which one said it? Which one? What? A A ball. I remember the pussy, but I don't remember the name. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. But I've asking a woman like I don't think I've ever even asked a woman like how what her count was because I I never wanted to know. Who yeah. who fucking? I, I tell you what I do. I tell you what I do do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so funny because people always do that, and really, if you just say do once, it'll work just the same. Sorry, I did that again. Right, like that. That. I, I, tell, I tell you what I do. Yep, it does work. I tell you what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll ask a chick what's like, like the, like what's the, your favorite number. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> the number clue what it is. Seven five seven. That bitch hoe. Uh, uh, <laughs> Nasty bitch. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll ask a chick like, "What's the what's the freakiest thing she's ever done, uh, and or the holiest thing?" You know what I'm saying? Let's just get that out. Let me see what level we working with. You know what I'm saying? Boy, and it's not to judge. Boy. It's just like good to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I got a strange friend over here about New York Jets. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Oh, favorite color. <laughs> right. So, like, we're all, um, I guess the terminology is like middle aged or whatever. So let's just say uh, a young lady had a train ran on her twenty years ago. Her statute limitations up. Like it's cool now. Like some of the, honestly and truly, them some of the best ones. 
Like these chicks, these chicks that like niggas have ran, like you just like go follow up with them, like on their story, like they date line story, and you be like, you know what, she did all right for herself. Like she did well. Just fine. You know, because they're usually really cool. Yeah. And cool. they can fuck really well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Clearly. So it's like down to earth, like not really stuck up too much. I... So, pun intended. Oh, we, we, we know a few runners at a, a little highfalutin now. You know that? I know one. But for the most part, I. I know a few that um that, that are doing really well for themselves. You really know what fucking I'm well. So, like, okay, bitch. All right. Uh, you did that, right? No, the runners rich. I, I know a couple rich runners. They they marry well. Get you a rich runner. There's the t-shirt. <laughs> the run, but the runners don't be rich. They they marry rich. No, nah, some of the runners rich though. Yeah, now. No, off their own. He's marriage. saying because they married rich, but yeah, Chef's saying <laughs> some of the runners ran to the riches. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they, they ran to the riches. Oh. Like, they might not have a dude, but they got a lot of money. Run, 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 so, rich, rich it off. This, so, this is what I always wonder, right? And everybody's <laughs> different. <laughs> so, the chick they got, like, the train ran on her 15 years ago. Like, isn't it just like still a little whole seed in you that can sprout at any time? Like, don't you still have some have a baby? Like, so aren't you just like suppressing your whole like? Is that like, whole like still acid. in there? You think the acid gonna come back on you? Right, burn them up. It gotta be because the nigga gonna look you in the eye and be like, "Bitch, I know your nature." Right, like it's in your nature. Like, and again, you know, we don't kink shame or sex whatever shame here. So, I mean, if you, I mean, we were gonna talk about. Uh, we saw a clip where it says that. All women want a dick in the mouth and a dick in the pussy at the same time, and if they say they don't, they lie. We'll wait till we get a woman on the show to see if that's true. But I mean, to, to talk no. about to talk about if that's true, right? Not to see if it's to, true. Not, not to see if it's true. <laughs> but do you think they'll tell the truth? Well, I I don't know. They might tell the truth. We got we know some real. We're not asking has it ever happened. We're honest. Fantasy of that. Hey, boy. That's- Nigga just walked through the lobby with the tightest uh, khakis on. <laughs> hey, boy. I can't fully, wait to see fully, that. Fully see his ID. Oh. <laughs> that nigga got gout. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be, don't be scared of that body count if you know it. Share it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to. You ain't got to. It's your business. Uh, or, or don't, man. That's- yeah. Do we have an issue oh, with low body count? Niggas still ain't asking, is, is there a low body count issue at our at our? I, I would age? say that. I would say that's a thing. Like I saw, why, our, but why is it an issue though? Like what? Some people uh, might just not be into that. Some people might have been late bloomers. Some people might be religious. Like okay, well that, that's and that's fair. So my thing is, if you like that type of thing, I don't. But if you like that type of thing, that, that's fine. But. I saw something saying like Venus Williams um, is still a virgin. I was like, so hmm. th- so this is a good segue into the next topic, the motor, right? Bro. So, so I was talking to one of my homegirls who's divorced, and she was talking to her 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 friend group, and they're all in their uh, early forties or whatever. 
And um, just talking about what y'all chicks talk about, about niggas and dicks and that, ooh, we, I want a dick I can fuck, but I don't like the nigga, the right nigga attached to the dick, blah, blah, blah. And one of her <laughs> homegirls was like, well, girl, <laughs> you can't take it with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're going to have to use it or lose it, right? And I was like, I agree 100%. I was like, because eventually you're going to get to a point where you're unfuckable. And that's for men and women, right? We all get to a point where ain't nobody going to want to fuck. I'm saying just off looks alone, right? Because we all know that money and talent and power, all types of shit can make you attractive, right? But I'm just saying when somebody looks at you at the grocery store and they're like, mm, nah, I don't want to fuck them. Now we do things to try to prolong whenever that comes, right? That's working out, drinking water, dressing well, good hygiene, haircuts and shit like that. So that maybe that's not till you're like fucking 96. Who knows? But it's going to be a point in time where somebody's going to look at you and be like, nah, I don't, I don't want to fuck. She was, <laughs> she fought me tooth and nail on that. And I couldn't understand why it was such a big deal. Like, I don't subscribe to that. I don't subscribe to that. So my first thought was like, hmm, a lot of women don't deal with uh, rejection, right? And I think Wood has said this on a previous podcast, like, women are, are under this assumption that niggas will fuck anything, and especially you, right? And I was like, you'd be surprised. I think a lot of women would be surprised if they went, if they went out and asked a group of like 50 niggas, would you or wouldn't you fuck me? How many niggas wouldn't fuck them? You know what I'm saying? So I think that was one issue that she just didn't want to kind of deal with and just women in general. And men know, like, we get rejected all the time. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. It's a gang of chicks that don't want to give us no pussy. You know what I'm saying? And at our at our best, they get haircut, clean shaven with a tux on, and still can't get the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Can't, can't touch the pussy. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. money, with money falling out our pocket. So it's I think it's easier easier for us to ex- accept it. So we're just uh, going back and forth of, about that. Um, so to you gentlemen, do y'all kind of subscribe to that? Because she also was like, well, I know when I'm uh, 80 that I can still find uh, a 85-year-old nigga who wants this 80-year-old pussy. I was like, yeah, so... Your friend is wild. <laughs> trying to get a couple on today. But I said, okay, that's fine. But I said, but your pussy pool, if you're a man or a woman, or your dick pool, as you get older, it shrinks, right? And you try to make that that pool of people who will fuck you stay as wide and as deep as long as you can. But truth is, as you age, so... If it's cold in here. Right, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? This shit, <laughs> shit just gets... <laughs> just shrinks. It shrinks. I mean, I also, I also think women don't understand that niggas get better at going without pussy the older they get. Like when we're Not younger, exactly. when we're no, younger, no. we have no other distractions. Like I gotta get this. I have nothing else to do. 
This is the only thing that I have going for me. But as niggas get older, we get the job, we get the kids. Bitch, I done learned how to play a little bit of golf. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm out here at the country club. I got a whole bunch of shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a target of opportunity at this point. It's like, well, I tried to get a nigga pussy, but he ain't wanting them. Well, first off, I got a little side chick. She's 25 on the side. I'm going to put her a little, some pair of shoes on her feet. It's going to be good. And she's going to come fuck with me when I, when, she, when I want her to come fuck with me. I don't have time to, like, deal with you. You're not a target of opportunity no more. You're a competition. You're trying to compete with the other fucking distractions that I have in my life. And as niggas get older, they're a lot better at that. Just like, look, man, like, I just don't fucking care no more. I've been doing this shit. I've been chasing pussy for 60, 70, 80 years of my life. I'm not doing that no more. It takes too much motherfucking energy. I've already, I have enough resources that I get it when I want it. Right now, I got a tea time at 10 o'clock. If you're going to fuck with me after the fucking golf match, you're going to fuck with me. If not, fuck off. And that's really the fucking conversation now. And I think that's where shit gets twisted because while we evolve in a 30 to 40 year window, I feel like women don't evolve mentally that way. They expect the way that it's always been for the time that they were born is going to be that way for their entire life. But at some point in time, niggas get, niggas get the wiser and they're like, fuck it. I, I just, I just don't fucking care anymore. I don't even know if it's wisdom as much as it is just resource management. Aging. It's just time management and resource management. Like it's just aging. Like, I think it's just a part of it where it's like, I could do this instead. Cause we, like, like to your point, when we were younger, that completely monopolized our minds. Like constantly, you know what I'm saying? As teenagers, yep. teenage teenage years was crazy, crazy times. Ninety percent of all resources first, went into that. When we first got the fam, my God, where the, where the bitches at? Where the hoes at? Crazy times. Where are they at? And then they get there. I'm like, oh, thank you. Or you didn't say nothing at all. One of the two. But still, it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> like if I'm thinking of thinking ahead to like my 70s and 80s. I'm just thinking about telling my life story at that point. Like, I don't care about that. Right. Like, I don't know. And, and, and again, so what I was telling her, like, yeah, as, again, we're still on the daddy side, right? Which is good. We try to stay on the daddy side as long as you can before you have to get over on the sugar side and having to uh, start breaking a little bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but as... But the closer the closer you get to like again, men become less desirable and we know that. So you know what niggas do? They put a little pair of shoes to the side. Hey girl, what you need on your light bill, what you you know what I'm saying? And you just be on the sugar side. So I think like all of us, you know, just self aware. And if you're out there saving your pussy for I don't know, Taylor Swift. Maybe you should just let it, you know, spread it around a little bit, you know. I was while you wait, while you're looking for your your prince or princess charming. Hey, y'all better I use think, y'all better use the nuts you got, man. What uh, man? One day you gonna, one day you gonna die, bro. Men, women, whatever, whatever LGBTQ acronym you claim, one day you gonna be dead, and you're not gonna that ass ate. What? Not you. I'm just saying, telling the people out there, get that ass ate. Oh, oh, I think you said that ass ain't. I was like, what type of necrophilia is you into? That ass still gonna be alive after you die? They don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy. You eat, 
<laughs> he dead ass. And then like, and then she's like in the in blue crab. You get the busted no, out, nigga. Dead man fingers, man. Dead man's ass is horrible. I done heard all being from Jacksonville. I done heard all kind of names over years. Dead ass is like you gotta get the dead man's ass out first, dog. Can't eat that. Bro, I would never have touched a blue crab if there was something that called dead man ass. Oh no, it depends if you ate the crab first. Nah, bro. I would have never touched them. Crabs be delicious. Oh, man, but you gotta, I mean, that's even in a relationship, man. Like, stop saving them nuts, man. Like, I don't know what oh, no. you're saving nuts You for. act like dead, dead man fingers is that much better. Like, not coming from. I mean, dead man fingers is like, come, come fingers in. is innocent. Yeah, dead it's man's fingers sound dead, like a pirate man. story. Dead man's ass is like, why is that even in the ass category? Like, explain. You know, man. When, I, when I got to Florida, you know, me being from Tennessee, landlocked. We didn't get all the sweet blue crabs and garlic crabs I had. So when the motherfucking Omegas had the fucking crab boiled and shit freshman year, and niggas were like, yeah. I just went to the crab bowl. One day, one day there's going to be a crab civil war between Maryland and New Orleans, man. Like, it's coming, bro. Hey, now, what if y'all found out? What if y'all found out y'all DP submitted for Omega and didn't make it? Like, do you think that would be a Yeah, that make your whole line weak as fuck. You got a red line. Hey, now. That's like your daddy used to get beat up. All the shit that we talk as a line, if we found out that Jinjo was like a QIG? What, boy? As much shit as I talk, hey, y'all would have heard that by now. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have heard that. Hey, right. That's crazy, though. Because how, like, you kind of got to be raw to, like, go submit for another organization and then rise to DP and, like, <laughs> the one that you made it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hey, man. <clears throat> That's wild. Mad wild, B. But uh, no. I agree with you, Wood. Like, like I think we need to. I, I think I still want to talk to your friend because I do want to understand their story because that's weird. Like, I I don't get people who are kind of. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Your friend who um who told you the story. I feel like I still. You want talking to about talk. my friend? Yeah, your friend. That's, oh. That's going <laughs> through. Okay. No, no. I just I just find it interesting because I think you still. I feel like I hear more women that, that kind of fit that story. And I think you should just live. Like, I agree. Like, live your life and enjoy it. But maybe you enjoy your life just reading books and, like, writing sad stuff on the internet, too. So, I mean, that's a thing, too. Shout out to all the women who write sad shit on the internet that make me sad. <laughs> Fucking. Why do you steal, nigga? My algorithm. I mean, they're my Facebook friends. And they, they stuff this pop So, we said they write sad stuff, like memes and stuff? Or, like, It'd be mostly unhinged shit. Like a lot of young ladies who aren't uh, don't, aren't in a relationship or don't have anybody are, are kind of unhinged. Chef is full of shit, by the way. Huh? Chef probably has the most entertaining, like fucking. My Facebook group is, is entertaining. Listen, your real your real group is entertaining. Right? Hey, I, we live our life vicariously like through Chef. <clears throat> But yeah, um, interesting folks. Um, and I just want them to, I don't know, maybe relationship ain't the answer, but 
something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever. But you can happen. do you can do all yeah, that in a relationship though. Like that's the thing though. But like why why does a relationship have to stop? The shenanigans. I mean, that's honestly no. why you get in a relationship. Now you can do all the shenanigans. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I feel like, I mean, at least at the very least, it would it would stop the sad posts on Facebook and, and, and sad true. memes. I don't want to. I feel I feel I feel bad for them. Yeah. Um. But um, it kind of leads me to the Toyo like it. So I know you posted it in our group. I need you to speak a little bit louder to the mic, there, good sir. The Toyo like it. Yeah, yeah. Wood posted this. Um. Would did not post it. Would commented on it. But go ahead. Yeah, maybe. Do you? I apologize. Um, one of us posted like, I guess she's doing like she's on a podcast, doing an interview, um, talking about uh, her next marriage. Her husband will come before her children uh, because I guess that's she recently divorced and she said that's why she's failed in her past relationship. And I think. Well, do you have a clip that you can share with us? Um, and understand that no, if we get married, they don't come first. It's you, you know. Once you become, become and I learned that. Like you, you said, if, if, you, if, if you get married, you'll, your husband will become priority, and then the children. That's the biblical order, right? So I try and go by the biblical order, even though that's harder said than done. And it's I've been on the other side of that not happening mm. twice, and it's it does interfere a little bit because you're like. When you get married, right, and you become someone's wife, and then there are other things that come before you, you feel it immediately, especially when you've been waiting to be a wife and be first or, you know, feel like, you know, desired in that position. Like it can it can be it can be a thing. You can be a thing. And it's harder to say as a mom. With two kids, because nothing should come before your kids. No, I, I don't. I don't like should. You know, right, right? There's no should. You know, like everybody has what works for them, and like the Bible says this, and this may work for this, and you can believe in the Bible and then still feel this way, and like I think that. Sorry. Um, sorry. Um, and understand that no, if we get married, they don't come first. It's you. You know, once you become, become and I learned that. Like you, you said, if, if, you, if, if you get married, you'll your husband will become priority, and then the children. That's That's interesting. Um, and I think it it kind of aligns with the whole relationship thing and 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 how to go about it. I I I don't know. I read the Bible. I've read the Bible, and I and I understand it as a. I take it as a book of instructions. Like a lot of that stuff comes from like a. Not necessarily, it's under religious pretense, but I think it also is just practical knowledge on like how you manage things like relationships. So when she said that, I didn't take it from a religious perspective, but I took it more from a practical perspective where if you take care of the person that you're with, everyone's going to be taken care of. Like if I take care of my wife, my kids will be taken care of in the same sort of way and there's not it's not it's 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 just a natural order of things sort of situation and i've seen situations where a lot of times the kids take precedence and stuff starts to crumble so i, I understood where she was coming from i mean did y'all have any thoughts on that um 
not necessarily biblically, but from a, a practical standpoint. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure if there is enough energy and enough resources to make sure everybody is taken care of, right? It's just not enough time in the day. There's not enough money. There's not enough whatever to, to make sure for the kids to come first and get everything they need, for the wife to get everything that she needs, and for the husband to ultimately get everything that he needs. I don't think we've seen many cases. Or I don't think we do see many cases where everybody 100% gets everything that they need, right? Ultimately, the man is just accustomed to the kids get 50. My wife needs 40. If 10 is what's left, 10 is what I get, right? That's just the math, right? The math is whatever it is. And I think men are just accustomed to dealing with that. I mean, that's where happy wife, happy life comes from and all of this sort of shit, right? Like, we're just, we deal with whatever the fuck is left. That's the nature of being a man. That's the gig. But I think sometimes we we neglect to understand the importance of the man being satisfied too, right? Um, the I, I commented when it was posted. I said, so if we look at this like maintaining a house, right? Or maintaining all of the bills, the woman being the woman not being taken care of is going to be immediately you're going to get feedback. That's like not paying your light bill. The lights are going to get cut off. Uh-huh. It's like not paying your phone bill. The phone will get cut off, right? The kids are very much the same, right? You didn't buy any groceries. There's no fucking food. Immediate feedback from all of these sort of things, right? A man is... Maintaining the man, maintaining the husband, maintaining the male energy in your home is not like any of that. Because male energy is not like any of that. Male energy is very slow moving, it's very deliberate, and it's very long term, right? If you neglect a man on Tuesday, you don't notice that on Wednesday. But going back to the house example, if you don't winterize your home ever, and some of y'all are in Florida, you don't know what winterizing your home is, but when it gets cold outside, you have to turn the water on those pipes off. Those pipes will burst, right? You have to do that. You have to inspect foundations. You have to properly maintain the home exterior, making sure downspouts are doing what they're supposed to do or water will creep into the foundation. None of these things you will ever notice if you neglect to do them any day of the week. But eventually, something's going to fuck up. And simply when it fucks up, it's not something small that you can call a guy out for $500 and fix your foundation. The whole house is fucked up. We got to dig up the lawn because you neglected to take care of this for 5, 10, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Like you never winterized your home and you live in fucking Green Bay, Wisconsin. Bitch, pipes are busting in the house, right? But by that time, it's way too far gone. That's what maintaining a man is. So I think a lot of times... When we have these conversations, it's easier for women to say, oh, well, I mean, we've all heard this. We've all been in relationships. Craig, sorry, Five Stacks, J. Joe, Chef, Wood, he's going to be all right. We've all heard that before. He's going to be all right. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's not going to do shit. He'll be fine. (laughs) And generally, on any day of the week, we will be fine. But like I said, in any, like that house example, well, that builds up after a while, and you can't continue to say it's going to be fine because one day a pipe is going to bust. And then at that point in time, there's nothing that you can do in 24 hours to fix that. Your plumbing is fucked up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the situation. So I feel like a lot of times it's easier to neglect men because we we are slow moving that way. We are slow moving nurturing, but it's very necessary because we can't say relationships are 50-50, but our 50 is the easiest one to discard. We can't say yeah. marriage is a partnership, but our side of the partnership is the easiest to to negotiate out of because he's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times that's what we see because we know if we do it on the other side, on the woman's side, and it's like, well, we can't take a little piece of her 50 because as soon as you take a little piece of her 50, it's the light bill. The lights are going to cut off. There's going to be immediate feedback, and that's not what we don't want. So that's kind of how I look at the Latoya Luckett uh, conversation. And the other thing I found... Another thing I find interesting, because I think in general, since the world is on this whole mental health kick where everyone needs to go get therapy and everything, I'll be honest, I don't believe in it. I don't. I think it's. I think it's inherently a scam created by um, the the mental health industry. But I will, because I think it's always saying like, "Well, go get help. Go talk to somebody. You need to go do this, that, and the third. It's not even that complicated. I don't think the fix for most men, to your point, is not that complicated. It's just make it's it's simple maintenance. Um, so I think that's the answer more than anything, and 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 having those 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 small conversations, uh, those small acts of service, but nothing beyond that. I mean, I think it's a lot easier, and and telling someone just you need to go get help is. It's almost disrespectful because it does. It's not a one size fits all sort of thing. I've been hearing that a lot lately. Like you, you, you men need to go get help. You need to go talk to somebody. That's, that's crazy to me because that that means you don't know the inner workings of most traditional dudes. Like that's not gonna. That's not. That's not the fix. Yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred and ten percent. I mean, I don't like people telling me I need to go get help, and you can't identify what's broken in me. Right. Like, right. You're telling me I need to go and get help. And you, not only do you telling me I need to go get help, your help is automatically a mental health professional. How do you know I just don't need to get out more? How do you know I just don't need to exercise? How do you don't know, how do you know that I just don't need more sleep at night? There's so many things that can be therapy. You know what I'm saying for somebody, and you don't know anybody's individual situation, but everybody automatically says, "Oh, you need to go sit on the couch. You need to go talk to somebody." I might not need to go talk to somebody. You don't know my story. You don't know what I'm going through. But I think that's it's it's such a crutch, you know what I'm saying, that people say, oh, well, whatever your opinion is or whatever point of view you have, I don't agree with it. So you must be broken and you need to go talk to somebody. And I think that's a fucked up way to have a conversation between men and women because it automatically just detonates the whole conversation because I don't have a point of view because I don't have a therapist. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a real fucked up way to like have a conversation. Yeah, can y'all, I heard what she said, and I heard what y'all saying, and I have an opinion, but can you give me the one-liner on what her overarching point is? I want to make sure I didn't miss it. I can run it back, and you tell me when to stop. Okay. I hope I can run it back. I hope I can find it. I mean, because you don't have to, but I agree with what you said. Like, like essentially, uh, and understand that, no, if we get married, they don't come first. It's you. You know, once you become, become, and I learned that, like you, you said, if, if, you, if you get married, you'll your husband will become priority. 
and then the children. That's the biblical order, right? So I try and go by the biblical order, even though that's harder said than done. And it's, I've been on the other side of that not happening mm. twice. And it's, it does interfere a little bit because you're like, when you get married, right? And you become someone's wife. And then there are other things that come before you. You feel it immediately, especially when you've been waiting to be a wife and be first or, you know, feel like, you know, desired in that position. Like it can, it can be, it can be a thing. You can be a thing. And it's harder to say as a mom with two kids, cause nothing should come before your kids. No, I, I don't, I don't like should, you know, right, right. there's no should. Another IG video. My apologies. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll get it. So she's basically saying, if you're the wife, you should come first. Is that what she's saying? Well, well I, I, that, I think it depends on who you're married. talking to. Because first off, Latoya Lucky is saying that yes, the husband, when she gets married, she wants the husband to come first. That's what Latoya Lucky is saying. The okay. more interesting point is the other woman. It's not the fact that she disagreed with it. It's the shock in response. It was like, wait a minute. When you get married, he's going to be first. That's like, that's what I don't. I'm like, why is that? It's like, he, she said she wanted shit on her french fries. Like, explain that to me. And it's like, gotcha. even if you don't agree with it, it should at least be an either or decision where we got some people that want to put the that have an attitude of putting the husband first and some people have the attitude of putting the wife first and some people have an attitude of putting the kids first and it's whatever the spice of life, whatever your flavor is, fuck it, run with it. It's just a choice. But the fact that somebody said, wait a minute, like you're going to put the husband first? Like it was fucking foreign. Right, got it. So I think a lot of that is brought on just by kind of pop culture, social media, all that stuff. We're constantly fighting the gender wars or whatever, but, you know, I agree with what you were saying, kind of about winterizing the home, like, it essentially becomes a situation where it's like death by a thousand paper cuts, and it's like, you know, I'm sharing this with you, I'm telling you this issue that I'm having, um, I'm having a problem with this or whatever, and it's just kind of dismissed, and then ultimately, you kind of get to a point where the rubber meets the road, and something has to give <clears throat> and so that's not good the other point that you made like you said for us it's not optional like you better put the woman first or else you know what i'm saying and like you say it's gonna be swift justice it's not it, they not gonna fuck around with it like right. we're gonna flip this cover off and mash this fucking button so um it puts you in a difficult spot but again it comes down to the gender wars which i feel like personally just from you know, my limited purview in my community. Uh oh, did we lose five stacks? Yeah. Or am I tripping? Nah. And they was talk talking too much real shit. That's what they do. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's Beyonce and Annette. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Like, for whatever reason, my Skype and reset like three times. But, um, it's the gender wars that really does our community in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're beefing with each other so hard and a lot of times trying to prove a moot point. 
Like, is it going to hurt you to cook tonight? Is it going to hurt you to pick up a little extra slack in this area, that area? I think the answer is no, because ultimately, at the end of the day, it should just all be about the greater good, which is the family. You know, if you got kids, cool. If you don't, whatever. But everybody just helps somebody. Just, you know, there's plenty of stuff to do. Everybody just dive in and do something. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, oh, nah, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. Like, that's where things get kind of squirrely. And like I say, it starts to chip away at you. And then something has to give. And now everybody's looking all crazy. And the thing about gender wars is, I, I, it's, to me, they're really not any gender wars, right? We have these sensational um, sites or social media platforms. They come on Instagram and, you know, they put these man versus woman things. And then if you read the comments, you would think that, like, everybody's fucking stupid, right? But you gotta think to yourself, the people who are, like, commenting under this shit and, like, are for real, usually are slow as fuck and live in a basement somewhere and not, like, a cool Chicago basement, like, a <laughs> stupid <laughs> basement in the Midwest somewhere. You know what I'm saying? In Cincinnati. So, like, don't believe the comments. You know what I'm saying? That's That's one of my things. You know, you get to choose your own algorithm and don't believe the comments. Because um, it's a small subset of people, and those people aren't really real people. They're just off people who want to argue and that have these super left or super right ideologies. Um, and that shit ain't really true life. I think most people do what's best for them. I mean, sometimes it's fun to debate, but, you know what I'm saying, we, we've done this ad nauseum um, when it comes to, and especially with black people and how black men feel about black women, how black women feel about black men, and who's, how much you should pay for the first date, and, you know, a lot of shit is just people talking shit online. To me, it's the equivalent of people that, like, comment on porn videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like, <laughs> Oh man, he's really giving it to her, or like, oh, she can't take any dick. Like, man, bro, why are you like <laughs> messing it up for everybody? They are the worst, like, worst people, people on the planet. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all, y'all don't not the name of the podcast. But, so here's nothing. Not so women are the new men now, right? Yeah. Found. No, women are the new men now. Like women act, women act like niggas, but they just act like niggas how niggas used to act like two decades ago. So the shit is like, <laughs> it's like weird. Like damn, you act like eighties niggas. But oh, that's hilarious. Niggas women used to act like eighties niggas. They do. <laughs> they do. I mean, they act like they act like caricatures of how they think we are, and we're watching this shit like. I get where you're coming from, but you know that's not really how we act. Like that's how niggas that were on Cheers act acted. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all are acting like the stories about I'm men. Points for a Cheers reference. You know what I'm saying? Like it's weird that way, and that's why like niggas are like, we'll watch them like interact and like y'all are like really bitching and moaning about a whole bunch of shit that really is not based in reality. Because like 
<laughs> like women swear that we go to the bar and we talk shit about them, and we really don't. We've been talking about a whole bunch of other shit. We really don't. I don't know what TV show you saw that on, but I guess that's what you think that we do. But we really don't. We really don't. But they like base. Go ahead, five steps. Oh my bad. I was about to say it's like that meme where the dude like sitting there kind of like daydreaming. And the chick was like, I bet he think about another woman. And he's like trying to figure out like why the gear ratio of his 67 Pontiac is on. Right. Shit. <laughs> We're doing bullshit like that. Like, dog, remember when we used to watch Turtles? We'll talk about Turtles for an hour. But that's, where the, that's where the perception is fucked up. But also. Women talk about men a lot. Um, so they have a hard. It's hard for them to think that we don't talk about them the same way. And we rarely talk about women. Like, we be talking about everything under the sun but women. Like, we just make up stupid-ass scenarios. They go, what if your hands were your feet, your feet were your hands? Nigga, how would you walk? Like, stupid right. shit like that. And niggas would really think about that shit. And, like, but, nigga, how, how are you feeling in your relationship? Very rarely. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. My homeboy probated on on Instagram maybe three weeks ago, right? Probated meaning he probated his relationship. Uh, This nigga was down here for about a week and a half and didn't bring up that he had a girlfriend. And this nigga had pulled out pictures with like matching shirts and dogs and shit. But it just cause uh, they were like, you didn't know. I was like, nah, the nigga didn't bring this shit up. That's just you know, just kind of how niggas are. But anyway, go ahead. So, I mean, if you look at that point of view, right, where if there is a perception that every nigga hates his woman or has an issue with his woman, and all we do is go to the bar and bitch and moan, you inverse that. Nobody wants to see, well, in the women community, nobody wants to see a happy fucking woman. Like, how do women go to a bar and you're the happy wife? Oh, my man is great. He does everything I ask him to do. Da-da-da-da. Nobody wants to fucking hear that shit, right? Everybody has to have a problem with niggas now because nobody wants you to be the happy bitch. Nobody wants to hear the happy bitch. What do you have a problem with? Why do you hate niggas? And then you just go down the road and all you have is women, whether it's real or whether it's not real. They got to have a gripe because we, that's what we're doing. That's what we do. We're in the gripe fest situation because that's what niggas do. And that's all you see. I mean, that's all. You, like, bro, we know homegirls that we're all their friends on Facebook. And they're like, I, they'll say some shit like they don't have no solid niggas in their life. Like, niggas ain't shit or whatever. Like, like niggas ain't never been there to, like, holler at me and, like, help me and support me. Like, bitch, I know everybody who's your fucking Facebook friend. These is all solid niggas. They all got your back. What the fuck are you talking about right now? Your husband's solid. Your husband's solid. But nobody wants nobody wants to see it. In the women community, nobody wants to hear a happy bitch. So they gotta have a gripe. And niggas will just watch that shit on TV like, this shit is really crazy. This bitch act like she ain't got a sol- one solid nigga in her life. Just for the gram. But they're doing that for the gram. And some, some women can understand this is just, just like when you go to the bar. This is a nigga just blowing off steam. He just saying shit. He loves his wife. Boom. Some women get that. But some women don't. Some women just see that. They see Beyonce and Tiana Taylor, whoever the fuck says it, say that. And they take that as gospel like, damn, this is how niggas really are. 
And now they fucked in the head. Now they fucked in the game. And now the next nigga that's trying to holler at it is fucking be dealing with a fucking nutcase. Oh, man. I know we had, we'll talk about all these divorce moment, divorce episodes. But that yeah, divorce episode gonna be heavy, boy. Divorce episode gonna be wild. It's, it's been five years in the making. We're over 200 episodes, aren't we? Um, no, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, we are technically. Technically. Well, unofficially, over 200. Yeah, uh, officially we're at 197. But yeah, probably like 210 <laughs> in real life. But yeah, what are we doing for the 200th episode? We going to the chicken festival. I think we should go to the chicken. I think we should wear tuxedos. And, and at the chicken festival in New Orleans, that sounds hot. I mean, I feel like we should do the podcast at at, uh, at, at Guthrie's. That would be homecoming for homecoming. If we, if we, if we work Is everybody it. going to Hong Kong? I'm going to Hong Kong. I'll be there. Hey, I'll oh. be there. Oh, look. First I time I'm to be there for you. Is it the first time we've all had No, no, I'm saying since, I think, we... Last year. No, everybody wasn't there last year. It was. No, that's... We, always we definitely didn't been there on most when we came in. Right. I, I made, I made that up. Okay. Cool story, bro. That's what I'm, see, Maybe I'm thinking about me point, out there. Maybe I'm thinking about Case in point, you just wanted to like fit in. Right. Just making shit up. I just yep. need to gripe about you niggas. We ain't even been now. <laughs> it would be nice if we all could get together, baby, for once. <laughs> for once, it even work. What happened that one time we were supposed to do that live thing? Like, something happened because I feel like we was all present. We was there. We was ready. Like, did we have like equipment failure or something? You talking and, about um, that be out there in Atlanta when we were back in the church? I think we all had our equipment and everything, but niggas was just drunk and eating yeah. fried chicken. Well, Alcohol is never wild. not going to be in the equation with this podcast, though. We just got to work, work through it. Right. Hey, man. You need to have, you need to give out stickers again at homecoming for people that fuck with us. If y'all listen to this episode, we should have some sort of like Easter egg to see everybody who actually listens. Yeah. Get a sticker and some cocaine. Sticker and cocaine? There it is. So is that is that is that is that gonna be the password? I think it's stickers and cocaine. So if you walk up to a podcast member and tell them I'm looking for the stickers and cocaine, there will be a treat. And do the bank hit bounce. And do a little bank hit bounce. There will be a treat in the store for you. Dancing ass niggas, I told y'all. Nah, the mid-90s, what a time to be lying down. Bank hit bounce? What? Bobby head, rag top. I don't right. like that. And nickel bags. <laughs> right, right, and nickel bags. <laughs> like, like, how stupid could you do your arms with your mouth? Like, back, like, back when it was cool... Like, Back when it was cool to buy individual portions of drugs. Now, if you don't buy half a O, fuck you. Like, oh yeah, Every, everything is like you gotta buy the whole zip now, nigga. You can't just buy. You can't yeah. buy a dime or nothing now. You can't buy a nigga nothing now. Oh, this shit got seeds. This got seeds in it. <laughs> they always had seeds. This nigga, uh, Pepsi was like. I got five on the weed and 50 on the drink. <laughs> I think of five on the weed and 50 right, on the drink. Right, right, right. Now a drug dealer won't even take you seriously. I'm just a dime. Nah, nigga, I don't sell nicks or dimes. 
Nigga, you make $1,000 a month, nigga. Sell me this fucking drugs. I'm going to sell this fucking dime. <laughs> you know what he Nigga came to New Orleans looking for Reggie and had me right here on a wild Reggie chase. <laughs> I'm saying right now, if you pull an ass for Reggie, you the police. I, the closest thing to Reggie and the nigga still made brownies out of it and killed everybody. But that's the thing is, why can't I get some Reggie though? Like, why is that a problem? Why, why? It might be before church or something. Like, why can't I just have some some red? Yeah, man, we we ain't on that no more. That's like you can't drive a Corolla no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what you start calling shit baby mama cars, dog. That ruined all. Like, yeah, why so little? Like, dog, it gets me from point A to point B. I get seventy nine miles per gallon. Like, all changes twenty dollars. Like, come on, it's a solid car. I'm gonna have this shit for thirty years. It's like it's a solid ass fucking car. Y'all said the same thing when I said I like that little Bronco. Y'all was like, "Oh, that's a baby mama car." That shit. Weird. I didn't say that because first off, first off, the Bronco was not cheap. First of all, we got it on tape. The Bronco, the Bronco is a seventy, eighty thousand dollar vehicle, is it not? It's, it's expensive for one. Cause I wish it was. I wish well, it was no, more. I don't know if it was and like, it's got to be said. Like it's 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 Jeep Wrangler prices. I do wish the Bronco was a little bit bigger, though, for real. Oh, no, I yeah, think, yeah. I mean, well, they got I went, some suits. Because I went back and looked at it, because the way y'all made me feel about it, like, I was a hoe for liking it. And then I went back and looked when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, it is smaller than I thought it was. I think yeah. you just said it was small. Yeah, it's small now. It's like a Jeep. It's like a Jeep size. It's like the size of a Jeep. Oh, the baby mama car, but this would be a Yukon size, though. Yeah, they used to be big. That's all. The people used to put campers on the back of them hoes, didn't they? Like the little camper extension or something? I remember after when OJ had the, the, the big chase, like everybody started buying white Broncos, and I was yeah. like, like, Broncos is hard. Yeah, the, new, the new 2023 Bronco. With all the fixes. Uh, all the, the Bronco, the Outer Banks is 41, basically 42, and the Bronco Raptor is 73. Yeah. Like, you know that's with no customizations, right? On a heavily customized in the uh, vehicle. Like, yeah, the Bronco, yeah, like, the Bronco um, is the competition to the Jeep. It is a heavily customized vehicle. Like, the shit and probably don't even come with wheels. And wheels and windshield wipers. Yeah, that's going to be $10,000. I didn't know you wanted wheels. Do you want it in teal? Do you want the Bronco written in cursive? That's like $10,000. Shit, bring Stunner on the show. Stunner know all about that shit. Stunner take pictures with his foot with his foot outside the door. He always takes I mean, Kaz's name is Stunner, though, so yeah. Kind of gotta... <laughs> that's that's what that's what that's 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 You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean. Oh, I didn't even know that. Texas was in Tallahassee. Oh, well, there you go. I ain't gonna. Yes. So the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, set me up. Yes. Might as well, nigga. Might as well, nigga. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, but are, are baby people
funny. He's like, man, you know who this is, right? Like, no, nigga. Did you even grow up listening to JT Money? Yeah. First off, it's JT Money, right? Anybody outside of that particular regional area, not going to know who JT Money is. JT Money is definitely black famous and black South famous. Right. Almost black Florida famous. Yes. For like maybe two right. songs. Right. Yeah, whole problems may, may, may up in Indiana. But, you know. Problems ain't no problems. So basically, you're saying like chef, celebrity, sibling encounter, what and shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, this shit on the I, I, would, I would think that would be cool too, man. Don't worry about that shit, y'all. <laughs> we have the miscellaneous part of Right, the, of <laughs> right, the definitely. If we are, let me go through my notes. Um, <laughs> first, thing, first thing I have is sniffing, <laughs> sniffing fingers dead and now. Um, back when I was in, like in high school, the niggas would be like, yeah, nigga, sniff my fingers. I'm like, nigga, gone. Like, get, away, get the fuck away from me. But now, like, if we out somewhere, my nigga, like, if we on a boat somewhere, my nigga's like, hey, man, sniff my fingers. I'm going to say, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I'm probably going to take a, a whiff on purpose because that's, uh, <laughs> that's a nasty old man now. I'll take, I'll sniff, take a whiff. Sniff. I'll sniff take a sniff. I got chloroform on it. I ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> Hell, shit free. Might as well take a sniff. I'm not creepy old man status, but if like Might if be. a nigga's gonna tell me to sniff his fingers, it's probably gonna be for a positive reason. I surround right. myself with understanding right. niggas nowadays. Right. Um, it's better than just sniffing pool water, not sniffing nothing. Do y'all niggas still drink iced tea? <laughs> I yeah. had iced tea a few. I had iced tea when I was in Miami. And everybody looked at me funny. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I was like, can I get me a, can I get me a sweet tea? And I, wait, like, time out. I don't like sweet tea. I like iced tea. I'm talking about sweet Never tea. Never drank sweet tea. I don't like sweet tea. Popeye's ruined sweet tea for me. No, no. I won't drink that because you'll, you'll die. But like, if you wait, can, wait, wait, wait. What's wrong? What's wrong with Popeye's sweet tea? Like, everybody that, like, that's the ghost story. You can take, you can chew the, like, the actual granules of sugar. Nigga, that it's shit really, is really like, bad. That shit. You say the granules? The granules. <laughs> That's a hell of a name for a child, boy. <laughs> it's my son, Granuel. Oh, Granuel. <laughs> His daddy used to work for Domino. <laughs> Let's bring Granuel on for Christmas. <laughs> but no, I think I had some iced tea or sweet tea or sweetened iced tea, whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, it's, it's, it's not good, nigga, or good for you. Like, I, I'm, I'm good off of iced tea. I grew up on it, but I mean, sweet tea, but. I don't think yeah, I'm done. Give me regular tea, bro. Regular tea. I went somewhere and they were like, oh, we have iced tea. I was like, oh, nigga, give me some of that. And then I instantly regretted it. Yeah, I don't drink iced tea like I used to. Like, um, mostly because of, like, I usually just get it unsweet and add some Splenda or something, but it's not the same. It don't hit the same. It's like sweet tea, so I've kind of given up on it. Plus, everybody looked at me really funny. I was like, why don't you just drink some alcohol? I was like, I don't drink like that. Like, people don't believe. Like, everyone seems to still be shocked by that. I don't get it. Anyway. And the last thing was sometimes men don't come. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, would, you, would you like to talk about a time you didn't come? It was, and it, did, did you 
pretend like you did, or did you? No, I'm not gonna fake it because I don't know how to. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, do you know your idiosyncrasies when you busting up? Like, do you know? Have you seen you outside of you when you busting up? Like, do you know you? I I feel like I'd fuck it up. Yeah, I feel like I do do that too. Like, I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like, 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 that that ain't how you do it. First of all, why would you sound like a 1930s villain? I don't know. I don't know the best way to react. Like, what are you supposed to like? I don't, I don't know. know what I don't know what you do when you come, nigga. I don't think. Okay, so I don't you never know. pretended to come. No, Nobody's, I'm, just... I'm the only nigga that's pretended to come. Why or lied or lied about coming. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. It'll be a lie. I'll be like, whoo, yeah, whoo, yeah, I'm done. I know. I'm just like I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like a whoo. Why is it pretend? I just like that. Oh, like, what's the harm in just saying that? It could it could be hurtful, but it don't have to be. Like a lot of times, it's really just like the refactory period is like you have to build that stuff back up, man. You gotta your body has to make them. Especially if and, you mistimed your rub out. Well, no, yeah, well, uh, we'll that's talk about that. We we'll talk about that next. But no, uh, I've 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 just you know. Henny dick, whiskey dick, whatever you want to call it, and just, you know. No, you for me. And be like, oh, like, oh, Henny dick. But what's crazy is they almost treat that like erectile dysfunction, too. Like, there's a problem with you. It's fucked up, man. If you nut too quick, you got a problem with your dick. And if you nut too long, there's a problem with your dick. It's it's just too long. it's, It's so much pressure. I think it's when you have to go back to the well, like when you're like, okay, I, I'm I'm back, and and then you you're going at it. It takes longer the second time. I'm never coming like, back. See that right I'm, now. Once I leave, I'm never coming back. Call it me tomorrow. Not, you, I, I could do that. I could come. I I could still do that. Thank thank the Lord. But I can't. It's not, I'm not gonna finish. I was like, oh okay. Man, it's seven thirty. These kids gotta go to school. I'm like, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a. I mean, like you say, it's gonna be a problem, but just say you didn't. I don't. Faking on that is kind of crazy. Faking is wild. Because <laughs> what do you do? Like, what? What? What is you? Like, what is? You? I'm saying like lying. I'm saying like, oh yeah. Okay. Like, yo, yo. Oh yeah, you know me. <laughs> you know I did. Oh, oh I came so hard. You know I did, man. Right. This kind of <laughs> well, I know that's not me already because niggas said right. condom. No, 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 it's easier because it's like you only can make so much after that first time. You're only going to get like a, a half a teaspoon. I'm straight on measuring the volume. A quarter of a thing. That was fun. I definitely, I definitely, it's time to uh, a rub out, and then you got the bed, and motherfucker put their hand, does the I'm trying to fuck move, you and like, he be like, oh no, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Man, you got to 
Why you getting on with the soldier slam? No, no, fuck you, no. You gotta stop thinking of the <laughs> filthiest shit you got. Swear, swear uh, justice. What is the filthiest <laughs> shit I know of? I need that shit right now. Don't feel me now. Yeah, you gotta be real. We gotta be real careful on the timing of your uh of your uh, pre rub out. Nobody else. <laughs> me fun. and only me, Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones, like a three hit one. Right. <laughs> Mike Jones had a good little run. Oh, this nigga chef does not want to end the podcast. Right, nigga, just over there. I do want to end the podcast, guys. Oh, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga getting away from upstairs. Like, right. That nigga just gonna lay on the couch and talk <laughs> <Right>. to his friends. <laughs> Ain't that what, oh, he was he was all in when he put the pillow on his lap. I was like, no, you can't do that. Like this thing is in the lobby, lobby. Go put that shit between his legs in a minute. <laughs> Public green shirt. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. He came back. Yeah. He came back around. <laughs> yeah, he go. He can wear it. I think he's like a consultant because all of them was doing was consultant. I was like, come on, dog. Get out of here. You said consultant speak? Yeah. <laughs> Implement, implementation times are going to be going out three times. All implementation. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Hey, boy. That nigga, that nigga is fully tucked at 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, let that shit out. Wait, uh, right. <laughs> Right, like now, as soon as you walked out the building to the Uber, you should have been pulling your shirt out Untucked. and at the same time. Right. <laughs> Pacing around having like conference calls. I'm like, shit, wait. Oh, yeah, he's one of those like brown nosing consultants. We need to have a consultant, consultant episode. Are we going to bring a consultant <laughs> in the zone? <up? laughs> consulting is a funny ass life, dog, as a former yeah. consultant. <laughs> you get paid, but there's some weirdos. Uh, right. I thought it was glitz and glam, but it's it's like way more to it than that. Like when I worked at my first job, there was this consultant dude, he was like flying in there, but it's like, yeah, he makes like three hundred dollars an hour. All it is like just boosting that shit up. Then I started consulting, I was like, wait a fucking minute. Like, <laughs> this is not that. Oh, this nigga's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a meeting with like everybody else, like I was like, I can't help but notice I'm the only one who's actually been making progress on my in my program. And everyone got reflected. And I was like, Oh, I'm never gonna get promoted here. <laughs> Why did you say that, dog? Like, you just call everybody in the class slow. Because they are. I could I, I've never been really good at this. Oh, this is actually a current job you did this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Probably you don't learn yeah. nothing from <laughs> I'd be like switching jobs. Nigga Chef always on the verge of transition. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity. Damn y'all motherfuckers slow as fuck. What the fuck? HR wants to talk to you. Coach wants to talk to you. Bring your playbook. I just I just noticed I'm the only smart motherfucker in this room. Right. So did you say this recently? Like, are people gonna remember that when they vote on the grant? It was on Monday. <laughs> oh God! Fuck the grant. The grant is over. With. Right, grant. Whatever your insurance right. company ain't gave you, you ain't gonna get it. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh man. But you gotta like take Harvey, my word for it. Harvey Grant, nigga. Right. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> horse. Yeah. Now, Harvey was so weak. I was a Bulls fan, and I wanted to like Harvey because that was Harvey's grandbrother. But damn, I don't, and I don't even know why Harvey was weak. He was just weak. Like, he wasn't Horace Grant, but Harvey. Who did he play for? The Bullets? Yes, the Bullets, dog. He started with the Bullets. Then I think he went to the, uh, not the Pacers, the fucking Blazers. Oh, uh, vice versa. I feel like Harvey Grant had a. I, I want to say that nigga went to uh, an All Star game, man. Maybe. No, no Harvey was solid. He was solid. <laughs> yeah, with Harvey. He dropped Harvey's basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he split a room with Harness at that. <laughs> hey. Oh man, niggas! Hey boy, niggas hate the pod right here, Wood. You about to cut this shit off? I know. I, <laughs> say, I, can't, I can't even. Uh, I can't think of buddy name, but like us on Instagram, y'all had that middle part trying to be Harness Grant, didn't you? Yeah, I remember when y'all had that. <laughs> but you don't have to take my word for it. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. All right. With all due respect, um, you are what you put on tape. At this age of, I don't know, late 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever you are, whatever you put on tape is who the fuck you are. Um, When we're younger, we like to have this idea of ourselves where we're like, "Uh, well, this is how I really am. I'm really a nice person. But if you think you're a really nice person on the inside, but you're an asshole to everybody on the outside, you're an asshole. It really doesn't matter how you feel on the inside. You are who you put on tape. Um, I say that because people need to be more deliberate on what their actions are and not necessarily always what their thoughts are. As a, me, being one of those people, I was that way when I was younger. Like I, Of course, with my drinking and stuff like that, I was always like, man, I'm, I'm a fun-loving person. I'm not me, you know, nothing like that. But when I drink... I might cuss a motherfucker out on occasion. You know what I'm saying? And if you cuss another, enough motherfuckers out, people might be like, you know what? You're a mean person. You're an asshole. You are what you put on tape. You know what I'm saying? You need to be more deliberate. You need to be more thoughtful out here in the world. That's going to help you be a better person, better adults as we get to the end of the year. Might be something you want to put on your vision board on putting better film on tape. Because at the end of the day, that's what people see. They can't look into your head. They can't look into your heart and know who you really are. All they know is is how you interact with them on a day-in, day-out basis. So be more deliberate on how that looks, not necessarily the things that people don't see. With all due respect. With all due respect, uh, thank you, Beyonce. Um... You did your thing with the Renaissance Tour. Uh, I wasn't able to actually make the concert. Well, I was able to make it. I just didn't pay to go in that motherfucker. But I regret that. Um, but it was fun watching everybody's uh, clips and the stage performance. It seems like for a lot of people, it was a life-changing experience. Um, I don't know if it was because I think the attendees were really into Beyonce, into the music, into the lyrics. Um, but it seems like everybody was like moving with, 
you know, one accord. And I think that always makes for a great um, experience. I think that the um, interactivity with the mute challenge was really cool. Um, I like the fact that she got everybody to dress up in these silver outfits and glitter and shit like that. Look like fucking disco balls. I think that made for a really cool experience. And I, it, I saw a lot of uh, women bonding with um, their daughters. And I think that might have been like the most touching thing. I saw... Um, so a lot of people that I knew in their timeline, and they were like, oh, taking my daughter to her first concert. And what a, you know, great first concert uh, that was. And I'm sure that's a core memory uh, for their daughters. And for them, uh, you know, something that they'll probably never forget. So um, it was just really cool just seeing all the interactions and the interactivity of this Renaissance tour um, you know, I to me it's akin to when uh, a lot of sons take, a lot of fathers take their sons to their first professional game, whether that's basketball or football, and you know sometimes you actually get close enough to get an autograph and things of that nature. So this it's just was real cool just seeing all that interaction. So uh, God bless Beyonce, with all due respect. With all due respect, um, did you know that the racial makeup, for the racial makeup of University of Colorado at Boulder, it consists of 2.7% black or African Americans? 2.7%. So I found it interesting um, when I saw, uh, and I think everyone started sharing it pretty rapidly, um, a picture of a man with a shirt on that said HBCU with the Colorado University at Boulder logo in, in, in included in it. Um, I found it interesting because, I mean, I, mean, I heard it, it was kind of like a, a, a running joke. It was a little tongue-in-cheek uh, saying that, uh, you know, Colorado's going to be the new HBCU. I felt that was a little short-sighted, um, but taking it a step further and creating shirts and, and memes and things that, like that make it seem like it's real to some folks. Um, I know someone told me um, after the fact that the guy who actually wore his shirt went to Johnson C. Smith, which is, you know, a legitimate historical black college in North Carolina. So I think people, I, like, I, I appreciate what, you know, Deion Sanders has done at the school. I like the fact that um, he's done so many amazing things for those kids. But at HBCU, um, Colorado will never be. There's a lot more involved in what HBCUs are, aside from having a black coach. Um, there's a, the historical aspect of it. It's the it's the tradition and the culture. If you've been, if you, I saw, you know, some folks go to um, Colorado um, and visit the campus and go to some of the games. If you look at the school and look at the makeup and just look at what you see around the campus, it's nothing like a Florida A&M, a Howard, 
uh, a Jackson State or anything in between. Um, so people need to be mindful of what they say. Um, I, it's not that it's hurtful, but I think it's disrespectful. Um, HBCUs are traditionally underfunded and undervalued, and the and the value that that they have is something that only we see. Um, and we need to keep that sacred and, and, and be mindful of that. So, buddy who did that, you, you look like a goofball. You're stupid. People who say that type of stuff are silly. And you need to kind of get back to your roots and understand what you're saying because it has it, stuff like that could be is irresponsible and it could have an adverse effect on perception. With all due respect. Uh, with all due respect. We're all HBCU matriculants um, on this podcast. And um, unfortunately, there was a tragic event involving a mass shooting at uh, Morgan State University recently. And um, here in the States, we have a problem. I don't know if it's a gun problem. I don't know if it's a people problem. I don't know if it's a mental health problem. I actually feel like it probably falls in the middle somewhere. It's like a Venn diagram. And I think it's very important that we stay vigilant. Um, As far as I knew, I recall, I don't think the individuals uh, responsible for this have been apprehended yet. Um, But it appears that, you know, we're under attack. Nowhere is really safe. Like, I remember growing up, uh, you know, you would hear things happening, but I would always just kind of think if I was in a large open space like a mall or um, some kind of stadium or uh, the Walmart, you know, one of these kinds of places like, oh, you know, felt safe because nobody's going to come in here with all these people and all this space and, you know, do something. But it's like those are the places that seem to be under attack the most because I guess it's the most potential victims and <clears throat> it's really disheartening and it's difficult to try to navigate and make heads or tails of because, you know, like in the case of Morgan State, it's their homecoming, a very festive time. If you've ever attended a HBCU homecoming, we talked about it several times over the years, you know, you're just out there trying to get your fish sandwich, you vibing, you chilling, what's the play for the night? And then, you know, something like this happens and all of their events, um, along with classes, have been canceled slash postponed till a later date. And that's just really unfortunate because that dark cloud is going to hang over them for a while. Um, There was a a mass shooting that was racially motivated here in the Jacksonville area where I live uh, a few weeks back, a month or so ago. And... um, it's an area I pass by from time to time. You know, the store is still closed. And shortly after that, it was just stuff that I took for granted. Like, oh, I need to roll the paper towels. I'm going to run up here to Dollar General. It makes me pause, like, even at another location. You know what I'm saying? So we need to just <clears throat> continue to be vigilant, um, try to be mindful of what's going on, be on high alert, and just, you know, paying attention, but also uh you know meditating praying trying to reason come to some sort of resolution and figure out you know what can be done about this problem that we have with all due respect